Well, welcome everybody to Pastors After Dark. We have been MIA for a couple of weeks. It feels like, man, it feels like forever since we've done this. It has, hasn't like, it? It's like, what do we week, do? Last week we didn't get to because we all just had all sorts of stuff going on. The week before was Christmas stuff, right? I can't yeah. even remember. Yeah, the week track. before that was Christmas stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then I think we yes. were here the week before. But we are here and we've got a, an awesome show for you tonight. We'll be talking about some stuff. Um, we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But uh, first, just wanted to say hi to everybody and uh, go through our intros. And uh, as we introduce ourselves, we're each going to say what role we are doing tonight. Um, that way, you know who to be looking for and all that kind of stuff. So we'll start at the left with Dr. Heels. What's up, guys? My name is Jeff. I am a youth pastor here in Tennessee, um, and I will be doing the soapbox at the end of the night. Um, and it's just awesome to be back here with you guys. We'll pass it down to Shadow. To me? Yeah, what's going on, guys? I am Super Hello. Shadow. I'm super excited to be here. My <laughs> dogs know. are going nuts. Shadow? Can you guys not hear me? Hello? I okay. can now. Yeah, we're here. There we go. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I muted for a second. My dogs are freaking out. But I'm Super Shadow. I'm hosting <laughs> the stream itself. Hopefully trying to make sure nothing breaks. So yeah, excited up for that. <laughs> yes, um, I am Father Ironheart, and I am going to be uh, doing the gatekeeping tonight. So if anyone has any questions or uh, anything you'd like us to address, at me in either the Mixer chat or the Twitch chat, and I'll uh, keep track of your questions so then we can address those when the time is right. Yes, absolutely. And my name is Pastor Dustin. Uh, I'll be our host for tonight's discussion. Um, but yeah, again, the big one that you need to pay attention to is this direction. Father Ironheart, if you have any questions as the discussion unfolds, uh, we want to interact with you guys. We do have a question that we're addressing, but as the conversation goes, if there's anything that you would like to, mm -hmm. to kind of bounce off of us or, or just keep the conversation going, be sure to at Father Ironheart um, so he can keep track of that and it doesn't get lost in chat. Um, and hi, hi everybody. I see people saying, saying hi in chat. Hi guys. Happy that y'all are all here. Hi guys. Um, yeah. So tonight's going to be fun. Uh, we've got, I think this is our 10th ode. We were talking about that before. We were a little confused. <laughs> Shadow's showing off his shoulders over there. Trying to be like Ironheart. Wow. I, I'm channeling wow. my inner Seamless Ironheart tonight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <look. laughs> um, but before we get into that, uh, let's go ahead and open it a word prayer uh dr heels would you open us in prayer tonight absolutely father god we we thank you so much for this opportunity to come here to gather together over the internet and just be surrounded by so many amazing awesome people god we pray that you would be here with us that you would be in the midst god that that we would answer questions that people are asking god that we might bring someone closer to you lord that someone with questions someone with doubts someone with difficulties understanding a, a biblical versus a secular worldview god that we might just be able to shed some light on that so that they would inevitably grow closer to you god today we lift each and every person here up to you you know the struggles, you know the problems, you know where each and every person is in life today. I just pray that you'd be with them, God, that, that you would shower them with your grace and that they would fill you and have confidence and strength in your name, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Awesome. Thank you. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really something pretty cool about this show is that, you know, we, we get together as a community and we have these discussions, but really especially because of some of the subject matter that we've covered in the show, it, it draws people who we're trying to reach with the gospel. 
Um, so it, it's always cool whenever uh, those type of people stop by and we're able to to interact with them. So very cool. So hopefully that that happens tonight. We're able to meet some new people and and uh, just share the good news with them. Um, so tonight's question is. Is there a difference between a biblical worldview, Christian worldview, religious worldview, and secular worldview? Can our personal preferences blind us to a true biblical worldview? And if so, how? So a lot of it, we're kind of throwing around the word uh, worldview, but that that's kind of the, the basis of tonight's discussion is, you know, what what are, like, I've heard of this, you know, what is this whole biblical worldview thing, and what are the different kinds, religious worldviews, secular worldviews, whatever? Um, is there a difference between them, and is there stuff in our own life that can keep us from uh, seeing through a biblical worldview, and, and what do we do about that? So that's kind of where we're going tonight. Um, and uh, just to, to start the discussion, let's just address the kind of the core question of what is a biblical worldview? Ironheart, you want to take this one for us and get, get us going? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll get this ball rolling. Um, so a biblical worldview. Um, I think the best way to describe a biblical worldview from my understanding is that a biblical world, worldview is where you take biblical principles um, from from studying your Bible and understanding the Bible and you allow that to shape and mold your understanding and how you perceive the world around you. Um, and not just in like select little areas uh, or, or where you pick and choose how you want it. I think it, a, a worldview is everything, how you, the lens through which you see the world. And so a biblical worldview would be like you, the way that, that you understand the Bible and and you use that to filter through everything you see and how you understand things and and how you interpret and how you respond um the standard and everything you use for all that understanding is the bible so that's how i would start by explaining what a biblical worldview is yeah good that that makes sense to me dr heels you got anything to add to that uh yeah no i i would i would agree with you that a biblical worldview is simply, or, or a worldview in general, is is what shapes um, our thoughts, what shapes our minds, our actions, the way we respond to things. Um, is simply, you know, kind of how we believe. Um, and, and so a biblical worldview would be simply going to the Bible, going to the Word of God, um, and using that for our moral, ethical reasoning, that we would actually shape the way that we see the world, that we engage the world, the way we act in and to the world. We would base that on our understanding of Scripture, of who God is, of who Jesus is, and what He wants for us and what He wants from us. I would consider that kind of a, a biblical worldview. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and... Uh, I, I was reading, uh, just as I was preparing for tonight, I, I found a quote kind of just describing a worldview, and it kind of sums up both of what y'all were saying. Um, mm -hmm. And I like the way that they said it, so I'll, I'll just read that instead of trying to say it myself. Uh, they said, a worldview is the framework from which we view reality and make sense of life and the world. It's any ideology, philosophy, theology, movement, or religion that provides an overarching approach to understanding God, the world, and man's relations to God and the world. So it's, yeah, it's it's just a framework through which we see everything. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> I, the way I've always thought about it is like, you know, whenever uh, you have like those stage lights with the little gel colors, you know, yeah, uh, those little lenses, that's how I've kind of always pictured uh, just any worldview. It's like, it's a, uh, it's a lens through which you see everything. It, it colors things appropriately according to the color of the, the, the little gel insert thing. Um, oh, and one of my sons is up here. Shadow, why don't yep. you uh, tell us a little bit, what do you feel about a biblical uh, worldview, what that is? Yeah, so when it comes to a biblical worldview, I would say, like, we've kind of been saying here, it's, it's, it's how we filter the lens of all things um, through through the lens of scripture, right? It's, it's how we were brought up. It's how we view all the big questions of life of how we've got here. Uh, what is our purpose in life? What happens after death? All of those big things that keep you up late at night. So a biblical worldview would basically be us saying that, that we don't believe that we have the answers within us, that we say God's word is the authority. Um, yeah. Can you guys not hear me? Check. Can you guys hear me? Check, check, check. Um, well, well, okay. I can't now. now we can. Now I you can, can hear me? Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chat. Yep. Can you guys hear me? Let's see. Anybody? Okay. Uh, they're saying I think stream's saying they could hear me. Sure? Yeah. You guys, I think, could okay. hear me for a second. Excellent. But... All right. All right. Yeah, they can hear you. So okay. I was saying, um, basically, a biblical worldview is saying that that the answers to those big questions won't be found outside of us through just scientific data or whatever it may be, but that we say, basically, the same as salvation is that we can't save ourselves. We can't find an answer on our own. That that Scripture holds an authority that is the way that we view and see all the evidence of this world. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully. Do you guys have another, something else you want to add to that? Of like what a biblical worldview is. It's, it's basically saying that we're putting God's word and authority of how, above how we view all the evidence that, that this world has to, has to offer us. Right. That, that scripture is very oh, clear that there is evidence of, of a creator, of a maker, and, and, mm-hmm. Through the lens of scripture, you can see him um, and know him. And so that's, to me, how you have a biblical worldview or what is a biblical worldview. Nice. So I missed most of that, (laughs) but I caught the end of (laughs) And the end of it sounded really good. Um, So I'll assume that the rest of it was just as good. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think we're all kind of saying the same thing, especially in regards to a biblical worldview it's it's this lens that we see the world through and the that lens is scripture it's god's word um so like something happens we think about it through what scripture says um but let me think there was something i was about to say as i was running back up the stairs (laughs) um oh i was gonna say uh that our like a worldview in general, it's it's something that like uh, people may not even realize that we all have a worldview. Like right. it might be something that we we've developed by default almost uh, just through our our upbringing, the things that we've been around, the things we've been influenced by and uh, exposed to. Um, even if we've never we've never read the Word of God, we've never um, like gotten real involved with any kind of uh different philosophy or religion or whatever we all have a worldview that we we see things through uh that we we uh consider everything that happens through our own lenses our own filters our past that kind of stuff um so i think it's important to to just kind of establish that no one could say well i don't have any worldview i just whatever happens it happens even even that kind of thought is in itself a worldview 
it's it's the way that you interpret events and and things that happen um so okay so part of the question too that was submitted uh talks not just about the biblical worldview but um it says is there a difference between a biblical worldview a christian worldview religious worldviews secular worldviews um so let's kind of go into that and define what what these different worldviews maybe are what that means and what the difference is between them because someone could say uh you know well what's the difference between a biblical worldview and a religious worldview for instance Mm -hmm. yeah uh, Shadow, you want to start us with this one? Sure. Yeah. So again, even just having a religious worldview is you can believe in it. You can be a theist, right? And just believe in that there is a God, right? And that could be a religion in and of itself. Even like atheists, the non-belief of God is still a, is in some ways a religion, a practice of what we don't do. Whoa. I don't know what that was, but did you hear that? Yeah. I'm like whistle. This is my my jet engine of a heater turning on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excellent. Okay. You're good. Right? So there there are different religious worldviews whether that be Muslims, uh Hindus, uh Christians, whatever it may be, there's there's different religious worldviews that that speak to those big questions that I mentioned of how did we get here? What is the meaning of life? What happens after death? And some of those worldviews, you know, just because they're religious don't mean they all are the same but are very distinct in things like reincarnation or how salvation comes about, you know, those things are religious worldviews that, that vary based upon religion. So that would be kind of my quick, quick answer to that one. Um, Somebody else want to add on to that? Yeah. So um, when we're thinking about worldview, I I think it's easy to label worldview as a, a Christian worldview or a biblical or a secular or a Buddhist. But in reality, most of us have our worldviews fairly mixed, right? Like even, even those of us that live um, biblically, we will still be influenced by a secular worldview and the culture put around us. And, and so I think that's where, uh, where we really have to make sure that we know what we believe and, and we know like the right way, because it's super easy to make um, like a worldly decision and and without realizing that it was the wrong decision. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. a lot of times, like we think of worldviews as black and white, but most of the time there's a lot of mixture going in because we're being influenced by so many different directions that um, even, even just in discussions with other Christians and stuff. And, and we, we start talking about, um, uh, like relationships and we start talking uh, about um, genders and we start talking about, you know, just general right and wrong that we're being influenced from us so many different s- directions that you can meet Christians that believe completely different on, on different things, just because of the different avenues that are coming in to affect their worldview. So a worldview typically is not, okay, every Christian worldview is exactly the same and every Buddhist worldview is exactly the same and every secular worldview is exactly the same, but our worldviews, because of how we are influenced, they they all kind of, there's always like kind of a little, a, a gray part, I guess, where we're being influenced by so many different avenues. And, and that's why it's even more important for us to learn the Bible and learn what God wants for us and what God asks for us and to actually look into that for ourselves. Because again, if we're leaching, listening to a preacher, which I recommend, go to church, listen to someone else, but you're still listening to his worldview you need to read scripture and find out what god wants for you um and right. and uh, yeah so I, that's kind of where i would go with that yeah and i think yeah to, to... no that, that's a great point and yeah because uh, especially you know we're we're a couple thousand years removed from the the last mm-hmm. things that were written in god's word 
Now, that doesn't make God's word irrelevant. It is timeless. God speaks to us right now through this word. But um, there's a lot of things that we face in, in our life in 2020 that aren't explicitly addressed in God's word. Now, the principles are, the truths are there, um, the, the things that we need to build our life on. But um, a lot of people get confused in that, especially as baby Christians or people who, who don't yet know God. They say, well, the Bible doesn't say this, or it doesn't say I can do this, or I can't do that, or whatever. And so without a biblical worldview, um, it's, it's easy to, to start justifying things. And well, because of my past experiences or because I heard this or that or whatever, then we, that's just another one of those little gel inserts, another lens that, that builds our unique worldview. And I think that's a great point, Dr. Hills, that we all do really have unique worldviews mm-hmm. um, because we may, as believers, we may have a shared core of our uh, worldview that is built on the Bible, that is built on Scripture and the truth of God's Word. But there are certain things that I've gone through that you haven't gone through that shape mine and vice versa. Um, so there's different things we could see differently. Now, I think it's important to, to address that that doesn't affect absolute truth at all. Absolute truth is, is truth. You know, that doesn't change. But the way we see things, the way we interpret things, the way we understand things and maybe react to things like it may be something that I end up taking personally and I'm offended by that, you know, wasn't ever meant to be offensive, but because of my lenses and filters through which I see the world and see the way that that happened, then I may take it that way. Right. Um, Father Ironheart, you have anything to, to add to that piece of the discussion? Just kind of the distinction between those, those different worldviews? Um, I, think, I think what Shadow said at the beginning pretty, pretty well encompasses what I was going to say in that there's... Because it was the difference between a Christian worldview and a religious worldview, correct? Is that, was, that was the original question? Right. Okay, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's numerous... Um, there's numerous religions and numerous different levels of of worldviews that that people can have, and I and I think someone had it, said it earlier that worldviews aren't always like cut and dry. There's not always like very clear Christian worldview and this worldview and that worldview. Like we have several different lenses of worldviews that we're looking through: um, Christian, secular, pop culture, political. Uh, family history, anything you could think of, um, I feel like is, is probably influences the lens that we look through and influences our worldview. Um, but I think specifically between the Christian and the religious one, yes, they, they can be separate. They could be some, they could be the same depending on, I suppose if you ascribe to like Christianity or not. Um, yeah. So that's, I think that's what I've got for adding at least to that question. I would, okay. I would think cool. even the even the um, hope. Can you guys hear me? It, are oh. there Ironheart? Are there any uh, maybe not questions or anything from chat? Oh, Shadow, we can hear you. Something. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. Can now we hear that? That's so weird. Chat I, hears him. <laughs> yeah, chat can hear me, but that I don't know what's happening okay. going on. Uh, but let us know when he's done. Yeah. Can Can you guys not hear me? Just like, can, is can, it is it just right delay? <laughs> maybe it's like no, every I can, I can every hear you now. Like I see your mic, like your thing lights up in Discord, but I don't always hear anything coming from you. Weird, huh? Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's the um, same exact thing for me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I will just say then, hopefully, if you guys don't talk over me. <laughs> that was like right. twice where I tried to say something. Deuce is like, Ironheart, what do you what do you think? I was like, oh, all right, I'm shut up, Shadow. Me. You had your turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say that that's what makes like, like even I think the goal of of world when it comes to worldviews is not even to necessarily have a Christian worldview, but to have a biblical worldview. Right. Would you guys agree to that? Like. Because yeah, a Christian yeah, worldview agree. could could be so, mm -hmm. like you said, Deustin, so like layered with other experiences or even like the people who we've studied under and their worldviews and where they've been, mm -hmm. you know, have, have gotten things from their generation that isn't necessarily biblical. And so, you know, that just to them is like, well, Christianity is about, you know, work ethic or whatever, you know, like it's different. And I think that's what makes a show like Pastors After Dark so unique is that we have, you know, all of these different pastors who come on all of us from different parts of even just the U S that are different in different Christian sects that come together. And, and we maybe will disagree on some like secondary or third, you know, uh, things that aren't super clear, but on the, like you said, the eternal truth is where we come together and say, Hey, these secondary and thirdary issues, these, you know, opinions or doctrines don't matter as much as the dogmatic stuff that, that we all hold to be true. Right. 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 Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great point. Yeah, uh, thank you for for saying that. I, I'm glad I didn't cut you off. <laughs> yeah, <it's not. laughs> to be able to say that because yeah. that was that's very important. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it really it does come down. We we all we all have our different our different paths and understand understandings of things and interpretations of things, but we all come to the same foundation, which is built on the Bible. And um, yeah, that, that's also that's a great distinction between a Christian world biblical view um because what one person says is is christianity may not be what another person says it's we all have to find a common ground and thank the lord we have a common ground available to us if we'll read it study it get it in our spirits um mm -hmm. we just have to come back to it <laughs> oh hang on i think i we got to dance who do you think i am the calvinists i can't pull off those Dude. <laughs> oh dude his last video on twitter i watched like 10 times yeah yeah i did too it, oh, it was just, just practicing was so good yeah. yeah it was like a tiktok that he that he uploaded yeah. on twitter the same one yeah that was it was so good oh man his face whenever he's like yeah yeah oh man good. i was dying okay uh now ironheart are there any questions or, or comments that uh have come up in chat that we need to address or yeah, there's a few. So the first, the first two are from Ike Ike Shudo on Mixer. Um, the first question is: Is a biblical view the view that we perceive what the Bible says, or exactly what the Bible says? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Is a biblical worldview how we interpret the Bible, or is it what the Bible says? Okay. Um, <laughs> does anyone want to take a stab at that one? I mean, I would just say, assuming Shadow wasn't trying to answer, I don't know. No, you're fine. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I would say that it should be what the Bible actually says. However, when we're, we're defining worldview, typically worldview is, is based on the, the, the person that it is their view, right? So I, I think that it should be based on exactly what the Bible says. 
but mo for the most point it or for the most part it is it is what the believer believes the bible says right it's it's what the person holding that worldview believes the bible for the bible says right what is happening sorry i just see <laughs> so i seen someone say screenshots on this see deucen taking a picture of the screen with his phone so i'm like what uh, did i miss because i'm looking at iron heart's face that was frozen oh it's froze for a second love it it's working oh, now it. um, back to normal okay <laughs> oh that was great sorry <laughs> i was half distracted oh my goodness you're good. Um, anyway, I was saying that it should be based on what the Bible actually says, but if we're yeah. talking worldview, that is based on the person holding the view, so it's probably based on their perceived biblical view yeah. of their worldview. Yeah, that that said something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It, we even within a biblical framework, a biblical worldview, we would all say that we start with the text of scripture. What does it actually say? But by the time I read this verse and you read this verse, we may interpret it differently. Now that doesn't change what it says and the truth of it. That's, uh, I mean, that's our job as people who are trying to rightly divide the word of truth. We're trying to understand what this says and we're um, seeking the Holy Spirit speak to me. What is this? What does this say for me today? How does this apply? Whatever you know, we're trying to get this this word in our spirit and um, to to uncover the truth of it. Um, so it's yeah. I mean, it it's kind of both. I, I think is the answer to the the question, Aikashudo. It's it should be what does the text say, and it is. But then <laughs> once you go to step two of that and you actually read it, there's by default, there's an interpretation that happens because of other filters and past experiences and worldviews um, that may not be conflicting at all. They may be totally irrelevant, but they're just different things that we have experienced that, um, uh, what's the word? Where people uh, have felt influence like God, are. Yeah, where people have felt God move in certain ways or do certain things that to them, they're like, this has worked for me, and this is what this passage particular like means, you know? How we how we methodically play out this in our church, you know, right? Something like baptism right. would be that, you know, like we're all doing baptisms. Some people mm -hmm. just have a bigger pull for full immersion because it, they feel it's a better illustration, or for some it's like the sprinkling of the water, or for some, you know, like there's different right. aspects of it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so that's a great example. So I mean, we would all understand that baptism is important baptism is necessary it's it's something that we're supposed to do but then how we go about doing that we may read into it differently we may have different understandings or interpretations of things so yeah that's that's a great example of it yeah but i think we still try to hold a biblical worldview as kind of the the apex of all of these that we go this is what we aim for the most that it's not even necessarily a christian worldview because that can be tainted again because we're human and we don't mm -hmm. know the exact truth but god's word is what we hold to as as we've all been saying as the final authority of okay well let, maybe it's not just me maybe there is something here or maybe there's something we are thinking that is just hey part of our generation and part of our you know the 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 age and period that we live in that is affecting the way that our christian worldview is and so we go okay instead how do we have a more biblical worldview on whatever that issue is yeah well said. Mm -hmm. Well said. Okay. Um, 
Have there been any more Ironheart? Yes, we've got okay. uh, a few more. Uh, another one from Ike. Um, actually, I'm going to do one from Ken. Sorry, Ike, because it kind of relates to what... I mean, they're all worldview questions, but anyway, this one kind of relates a little bit more. Um, can two Christians hold a different... And we kind of answered this already, but maybe elaborate a little bit more. Can two Christians hold to a biblical... Hold to a different biblical worldview and how does this happen and how do we remedy it or should we remedy it maybe that's a better way to go about it should we remedy that yeah i think i think one of the coolest things about the christian faith is god calls us to conformity in christ and not uniformity with one another and hmm. i think that's mm -hmm. that is a really cool aspect where we all again holding to, to the absolutes that we all want to be formed more into the image of christ right that, that is the goal mm -hmm. as, as believers here on the earth, that, that we would walk in that day by day, month by month, year by year, we just grow a little bit closer, a little bit more Christ-like and represent him well and glorify him. And I think that in that, God gives us freedom. That's why we don't see a very like clear definition on some things, whereas freedom to, to pursue God. And in, for some, that's going to be growing and forming more in the aspect of his love and his grace. For others, that's in his justice and his his wrath, right? Like, and there's different aspects, and they're all equal parts of, of the image of who Jesus Christ is, and we're all called to grow in them. It's just for some of us, there might be an emphasis of, of one over the other that based on the season of the life that we're in, the season of ministry that we're in, whatever it may be, where God is calling us to, to form more in the image of him in this way. And so that, I think, allows us to have a little bit different of— a, a, a biblical worldview of like, hey, this is a big emphasis that God is placing on my heart right now, that mercy, forgiveness, um, really loving each other, being uh, self-sacrificial, you know, all of those things mm -hmm. uh, I think can, can be a bigger emphasis in our biblical worldview um, that might make our decisions or our actions look a little bit different. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you agree? Disagree? Yeah, I, I agree. And then I, I think... Um... Because of that, uh, it's important to, to whenever we have conversations with people who may uh, think differently about such and such, um, that we would have those conversations with grace, uh, you know, and, and find that common ground and hear each other out and that kind of thing. Because, you know, a lot of times if we, if we feel like our interpretation of something is the correct way doesn't mean that another interpretation may not be valid and worth having a conversation about. Um, so uh, that that's also plays into why we have why there's so many different denominations and and different views on different uh, different issues, secondary issues and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a great point that it, we we really do we have that common ground that we we need to come back mm -hmm. to. I love the way that you said it, the, that we have conformity with Christ and unity with each other. That's best. Mm -hmm. Boom. I want to put that on a t-shirt. That's good. <laughs> put there it on a t-shirt. <laughs> we should. We should. We should. merch. Pastors after dark. Yeah. Yeah. merch. Cat, let me know. Yeah. Pad, yeah. Uh, pad merch. Yeah. Let's make that happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, did anyone else want to jump on that question? I think. I think you guys pretty much covered it from, from what I would say. Yep. Uh, I don't want to try to follow that, so <laughs> just gonna let that one slide. Gonna let that one go. <laughs> then you wonder why they talk over me. <laughs> like Shadow, you can't say anything. Stop it. Stop speaking, sir. <laughs> oh well. Nice. Okay. Well All then right. on to the next question. 
Yes. So the next question, this one is from Ike from Mixer. Um, Ike Shudo says, if you're influenced by anything other than the Bible, can you have a complete biblical worldview? Hmm. Well, um, I mean, I think to a degree, we've we've kind of been saying all along that we all do have different. Uh, wait, what was the word that you said? Can you say the question again? Yeah. So the question is, um, if we're influenced by anything else other than the Bible, can you have a complete biblical worldview? Okay. So, uh, yeah, that we all have past things and whatever. Um, so we have different influences that affect our interpretation, maybe, of biblical text. But um, does that keep us from having a complete biblical worldview? No, I, I don't think so. It just might make each of ours a little unique, <laughs> um, which is why we don't all read the exact same book and come out with the exact same understanding of every single thing. Um, that doesn't mean that you and I have... I have a biblical worldview and you have a, I don't know, it's not the Bible. I don't know what you're reading. Dude. It's not like that. It's just um, <laughs> we have different influences that may help or may uh, make us each see things a little differently, even though we, we have the same foundation. Um, and again, the absolute truths don't change. Uh, what, what would y'all say about that? That's kind of my first reaction to that question. Um, I don't know. First, let me, I got, I felt like I had to do this cause, uh, cause Deustin kept pulling out his Bible, had to get a little Bible flex in. Can y'all even see mine? <laughs> Man, what do I got to do to get a Bible in the shot? Hold it closer to your chest. Oh, there that you mic is in the way. I have a Bible too, guys. <laughs> um, but okay. Okay. Bible flash. All right. <laughs> Bible flex. Okay. I technically could have three Bibles. <laughs> if I just hold up my phone, my iPad, and then my actual Bible. Yeah, yeah, wow. I got this, guys. Wow, we this is a this is a journal. Don't worry about it. But all right, we're good. We're good. Okay. What was the question? What did I volunteer to answer? <laughs> I just wanted to get my bobble flex in. Wow, we. <laughs> all right, question. Okay. If you're influenced by anything else other than the Bible, can you have a complete biblical worldview? Okay. Okay. That's that's a really good question. What they're saying? I'm frozen. Y'all didn't get to see I my fixed bobble it. flex. I fixed it. Okay. Hopefully. All right. Y'all tell me when I'm unfrozen. I'll bobble flex again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I would actually say I would say yes, J just because I think that we see. I mean, even look at scripture. Look at the the disciples of Jesus. The very people Jesus came to choose. He he chose people with very different worldviews. Right. They came from different backgrounds. They they had uh, different. Um, they, I mean, a lot of them came from, you know, fishing, from tax collecting, from sinning. Like he chose people with different um, worldviews. Now, let's not say their worldview is, you know, completely biblical or perfect, obviously. Um, but I think a lot of times, even if we're being influenced by, I don't know, say culture, say um, secularism, that it may, it may, the the like the influence that we're getting may not come directly from the Bible, but it doesn't mean that we can't learn biblical principles from culture um for example I, I, one thing that i love about my generation millennials i mean we have our flaws obviously very um, few but i believe but we're some. very few very <laughs> few at that very few flaws but but i believe that we are a, an extremely charitable and caring generation and i think that's something that jesus taught you know over and over i mean maybe i, I feel like that as a generation that we may not go about it the best ways but we want to make the world a better place 
And I, I believe that that is a biblical principle that we can adapt from culture to an extent. Um, and, and so I, I would say that outside influences aren't always bad, um, but that our, our grounded worldview needs to be in Scripture itself. And, and I just I don't know that we can emphasize that enough, but it, it needs to be in, in, in this right here, this thing. It, it it has to be in this. I'm just going to hold it here so y'all know where our worldview needs to be grounded. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's sort of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Nope, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I would say I totally I totally agree with you. Like I think there's we shouldn't be afraid of the fact that that yeah we we all have to like Dustin's been saying and like you're kind of mentioning now like we all are impacted. We all get this. Uh, these different parts and factors of what factors into our worldview that builds into us. And and I don't think that just because they're not inherently from scripture originally, doesn't mean they're not from the God who created all things, you know, and who, who gives us the beauty of this world, right? There, there's beauty in the diversity aspect of it. And, and one of the biggest examples I could think of scripturally is, is someone like Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who had a very different worldview, you know, like who, who grew up, you know, as a Jewish leader who, who went through the rigorous training of, of becoming a Pharisee, right? Like all of these things. And yet God used him, someone who had a very different worldview for a while, even after Christians followed, God, followed Jesus, you know, and turned him and the guy became mm-hmm. a missionary. I was able to give insight, you know, and even in, in one point rebuking Peter and correcting Peter, one of the actual disciples of Jesus, you know, and, and part right. of that was because of mm-hmm. what he got to experience in growing up, you know, as, as a Jewish person, as, as someone who studied the Torah and knew God's word, you know, intimately. And that's, that's not what you see a lot of the other disciples go through. So their worldview, even though they're all Jewish, was very different in the lifestyles that they lived growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's no, no, what the? It's yeah. <laughs> freezing. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We're freezing. Don't mind us. <laughs> Don't mind us. Just listen. Um, okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great. Um, okay. Uh, Ironheart, are there, are there any others on this subject, uh, that have come up so far? Um, let's see. Uh, give me, please hold. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, the reform, wait, wait, am I skipping one? No, okay. The Reformed Gamer on Twitch asks, do other worldviews borrow from the Christian worldview? Hmm, okay. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, I go, think it'd be worth noting, uh, and I'll ask now, um, Reformed Gamer, if you're still, if you're still here, um, are you, because we've been distinguishing between a biblical worldview and a Christian worldview. So are you, do you mean Christian worldview, or are you talking about a biblical worldview? Yeah. Because I think as we as our conversation has gone, those have been two separate things. So just for a point of clarification, um, I'm I'm thinking you maybe meant biblical, but just wanted to double check. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's an, an important distinction because that that is something we've been talking about. You know, a biblical worldview and a Christian worldview may not always line up because one person may say, well. Christians are this way, or to be a Christian, you blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and um, have right. this put this whole other extra like layer of requirements and expectations on a Christian that well, <laughs> whoa, where the Bible didn't say that, you know, where are you getting that? Um, but 
to come back to a biblical worldview, uh, comes back to that, that one solid foundation that we can all um, come back to. Okay, I, I see he, he just responded. Thank you, mm-hmm. gamers. Uh, my bad. I meant do other worldviews like secular other religions borrow from the Christian world? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to take a stab at that one? Yeah, I'll, I'll swing at that one first. Um, I, I think to some extent, I think a lot of worldviews borrow from each other. Um, I think uh, because we, 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 especially in the States, we live in a, uh, a lot of us live in, in areas where there's lots of different cultures, there's different influences, there's different things going on. And a lot of us now, people are watching this, we're, we're on the internet and the internet has loads and layers of different worldviews and perspectives and understandings of the world. And so I think, of course, there's going to be worldviews that are influenced by the Christian worldview and worldviews that are um, that are influenced by in, Christian worldviews will influence others and others. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to leave that as it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I definitely think that they influence each other. Um, and and I think that sometimes it can be hard to kind of wade through that and try to have clarity on on what is what at times but but yeah there's definitely some influence that that goes on between each worldview mm-hmm. yeah yeah no, yeah I would, I would say you're absolutely right i mean and, and biblical i mean we can look especially in the united states that the 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 christian worldview is kind of rubbed off on on everything around us like um i mean christmas is a perfect example like it 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 you know stems from christianity with the birth of jesus and now it's turned into you know santa and reindeer and and grandma kissing him or something i don't know but you know like it's <laughs> the it, it all kind of began with with christianity with the the you know the founding faith uh, of of our country and and so i mean especially here a lot of a lot of world views i mean even even secular i mean even if you look at um the lgbt community and 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 they're they're one love and and we can look and we know that love comes actually from god that that god is love and so that idea of, of loving you know loving people that stems from god himself um so i mean i think yeah especially when you're looking at, at in the united states specifically and i assume most other countries that a lot of the worldview does stem from Christianity and what we believe and what we have been taught and has been passed down generation to generation. This whole time Um, as Dr. Heels was talking, I wanted to say, uh, you know, I, I just think back to Romans one, you know, um, where, where it says that even though they knew God, you know, they had that general revelation, they did not give thanks to God. Um, and, and it starts that cycle. And I think that that's part of the worldview. That's, that's where we, we see that, yeah, like the, the gospel is so beautiful because a lot of the things that we see in there across the world, across the world, people value love, sacrifice, faithfulness, honor, right? Like all those things that, that can transcend cultural barriers. Um, they just attribute those things to, and the, the reason why they're here or the reason that we have them to other things that aren't God, which is, which is wrong, you know, but the, there's truth in that. They're just directing it to the wrong source of where it comes from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. That's, and thank you, Shadow. I think this is the very first Pastors After Dark episode. Where someone mentioned. 
<laughs> Although, look, I've got it open right oh, now because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Romans 1. Good-looking men think alike. Hey, there you go. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's a great point. It, mm -hmm. God has given us this general revelation, but um, yep, they don't attribute it to him. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if we have access to all the the chat before. Do you still have it, Ironheart? I save all the questions in a doc, so oh, okay, so wow, I don't okay. lose oh, it. He's ready. Hey, you're up there. Hi there. Wow. Okay, I'm I'm coming back. Shadow's floating. <laughs> I'm coming back. Hey, get out of my screen, man. Sorry. <laughs> hey, get out of my space. Working. Or... <laughs> Guys, I think we're good. I'll just I'll just okay. stay right here. Perfect. There we go. Oh, does that work? Is this okay? <laughs> what is that? Oh my gracious! <laughs> there, that should be good. Oh no, yeah, we're gonna listen to this podcast and be like, oh. "What is happening?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We should be good now. I'll try to edit this part. <laughs> oh like, leave it in. <laughs> Everything's wrong. Leave it to a beardless man to say that. <laughs> Oh, oh man. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna take a look at the questions real quick. Um, okay. I think who said this? It was from Mixer. Oh geez, oh geez. Uh, it was Ike. That makes sense. Ike has really good insights. Um, he said the Christian worldview is one of the reasons why churches do not collaborate well. Hmm. I thought that was really interesting. Wait, I'm sorry, um, I missed the first part. What did he say? Jeepers. It's uh, <laughs> says the Christian worldview is one reason why churches do not collaborate well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I would yeah. say, I would say it's a, a combination of the Christian worldview mixed with pride and ego is, is what kills mm -hmm. the American church and why a lot of people don't go to church, I'd say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't see yeah, the unity that Christ prayed right. for us to have. They, they don't see the love that Christ calls us to have to be in with one another. And so people mm -hmm. are like, why would I want to be a part of that? I have I can have that division at home at Thanksgiving at Christmas with my family, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it's 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 kind of like it just immediately makes me think of the churches that are in my Okay, what what can I do to reach out to those churches and and collaborate them and work with them and and do something, you know, with them and and I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's where my brain goes right away when I think of something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, and, Got, Got yeah. Fuzz kind of just continuing on a little bit. He even said that there are things that should divide certain. Yeah, and ex totally agree. Like if it's dogma esque, like they don't believe in Trinity, they don't believe in Jesus as the Son of God, they don't believe in the Bible as the final authoritative word, then yeah, like then you can't have any type of compatible biblical worldview because you, you're not functioning on the same. Mm -hmm grounds right. that you need to to start building anything so yeah there are certain things that should divide but i think what what he was kind of saying or what we're more leaning on is like you know a color of a carpet or the style of worship music that's being played or you know mm -hmm. like if women are allowed to wear pants you know like things like that that just are a bit more on the ridiculous side of things mm -hmm. right 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 yeah my my previous church did a um and still does every every now and then they do a citywide worship and so it's it's a town of like 30,000 I think and and every couple months or so they do citywide worship where they get any any of like the churches in town that that want to come and they just do like a big 
corporate worship event together. Um, and they have worship leaders from other churches come, and they just have a night of worship with other churches in town, and they don't always all agree on everything. But it's awesome because it's an opportunity for all those churches to come together and be together and worship God together. And it's it's such a cool experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That is that is true. I've I've only been in one service like that. Uh it was at my wife's um town. They they come from a very small town. It's less than two thousand people, super small. Um but it's it's funny. They have one stoplight and like eight churches You're, in the city. Nice. Uh, that's you know, that's East Texas for you. Um but uh yeah, they they would all come together and and do kind of the same thing, and it's it's really cool to be you know you've got this group here, this group there, but we're all in in one mode. You know, we're all just mm-hmm. together worshiping God. It's mm-hmm. it's super cool. That's awesome. I love so, that. That is fun. Um. Okay. So, uh, are there any others, or uh, should we move on to the next section? I don't let want us, to miss the question. Let us move on. Okay. Okay, then um <laughs> this is the way. This is um, the way. <laughs> okay, so we we've kind of talked about this a little bit, um but let me ask this question. Can our personal preferences blind us to a true biblical worldview? If so, how so? And what can we do to prevent that? Mm-hmm. So, um We've talked about it a little bit with personal preferences. Maybe another way to say that, more in line with what we've been saying, is is past experiences, different filters, different lenses, that kind of thing. Can can those kind of things blind us to a true biblical worldview? Mm-hmm. And how so? If so, yeah. yeah. I'll uh, I'll jump in first before questions potentially start coming in. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go and say yes. Um, and I think. The first thing that popped in my head when when I read this question was politics. Like, holy cow, we're we're in twenty twenty, we have an election coming up and people are already I mean, we've been bombarded. I don't even have cable and I get political ads on like YouTube and stuff and I'm like, I just wanna watch a cat chasing something around the house. I don't wanna watch <laughs> political ads about this person or that person. This is ridiculous. Right. And so I think I think especially for like hyper conservative Christian circles, there is a potential for politics to I mean, you could look look at it as a spectrum, but to bleed into their their biblical worldview and allow that to skew the way they view things. And um I mean that's like the first thing that pops in my mind. Um is 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 politics and i know there's a lot of other things that could influence or or make our political worldviews biased um but that's at least how i first viewed it um Mm -hmm. shadow i think you were saying something when i started you you take it up from here yeah no i was just thinking like personally even like something as small as like when are when is a good time to even start dating you know like for me was totally i had just become a christian at like 13 but I had a worldview of going to public school and everybody dates when they're, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. And so for me, that was something that was really hard for me to to let go and to submit to God on that, that I had mentors who challenged me of like, why do you think you should be dating? Like, what biblical grounds do you have where you feel you're ready to date? And I was like, well, like, you know, because I understand what love is and I know, you know, like, I had no idea. 
and I, and you know, like reading God's word and seeing what he actually calls us to when it comes to, to like having a wife and caring for like Christ cared for the church and ready to give yourself up. And at 12 years old, like you really don't know any of that and you're not ready, you know? And, um, right. Yeah. I think it's so easy for us to allow our experiences to dictate how we think what the Bible says like, Oh no, well God wouldn't have brought this girl into my life. And I think we, we reason and justify and put an asterisk next to any verse that, that contradicts what we believe and go, that's really good for a lot of other people. Not for me though, because that doesn't fit mm -hmm. my exact situation, which it's just a lie to ourselves to, to feel like we're not, you know, we're not, we're mm -hmm. not violating God's word that we really are holding this up even when we aren't. Um, so yeah, I think it's super easy for it to happen though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Heels, you got anything to add to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we're all going to agree here that whatever, like your, your background is going to affect your worldview, at least in the beginning. Um, and I know for myself, I came in, became a Christian at like, you know, 21, 22. Um, and some of my best friends uh, were of the LGBTQ plus community. And, and so for me, it was, it was, I lived for a period of time where I thought I could live in both worlds. Um, and I thought I could, you know, have, have those friends and, and, and still hang out and still believe the way they did and then still go to church and, and still believe the way they did at church. And, and it was, you know, those worlds eventually collided and I started getting hit with the truths of the Bible that are saying, you know, what you what you believe is wrong. And, and, you know, it, it did, it was like those truths collided. And finally I had to accept the fact that what God says is right, that that's the worldview that I have to follow, that I have to put his word above anyone else's, above anyone else's feelings, above anyone else's opinions, that it has to be scripture that guides me and not the, the culture that I've surrounded myself in. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think coming in, like, especially as a new Christian and especially as a, an, uneducated Christian, uh, like a non-biblical Christian. I, I basically came in knowing, um, Jesus was a cool dude. He died for me. So I should, I should like him, you know, and, and with that base knowledge that it still allowed culture to speak more into my world because I knew a whole lot more about culture and a lot about what fun was, uh, than I knew about scripture. So it absolutely affected and distorted my worldview. Um, and, and it was the more I poured into the word of God, the more I learned, the more sermons I listened to, the more worship I surrounded myself with, the more small groups and the, and guys and the, the more like older Christians I surrounded myself with, the more my, my worldview transformed into a, a more biblical worldview. And I, I, my worldview is still not what it should be. And I know that, and I'm trying to learn and grow closer and, and let God direct my path more each and every day. Um, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, Kind of to call back to, I think, what was our last episode that we did uh, where we were talking about the, is it okay to just stay on the milk of the word or do we need yeah. to dive deeper into the uh, the meat? It's kind of that same thing. If if we do just stay with that very basic understanding of, thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins. I love you. Forgive me and move forward and never do anything else. But we never dig into what does the Bible say? Then that's how we were talking about how we're so easily swayed different ways by culture, by other worldviews, by past experiences, all those kind of things. It's the more we dig into God's word, the more firmly we're planted in it, the more our roots go deep. And we have that firm foundation that whenever something comes across that we hear, we line it up with, wait, hold up. That doesn't, match what 
the Bible says. And that's the whole thing with having a biblical worldview is whenever other things happen, the way we react to them, the way we interpret them is based on the Bible instead of mainly based on past experiences. Yeah. So it's the more of God's word that we get in us, the more this is our primary filter. Maybe is, is a way to say it. Would y'all would y'all agree with that? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And it yeah. sounds like loom and gloomy kind of, but the the good news, the beauty is that this has been a struggle not just for our generation or the generation before <clears throat> us or even in this this decade, right? It, it is something that ever since God has chosen His people has has been an issue. You know, ever since He created Adam and Eve, it's been an issue, right? The, you have Adam and Eve who who had a worldview of of and thought, you know, maybe I can know more than God. I, I God isn't giving me everything. There's something more. There's a better way to see this and view, you know, the the trees here, the the Israelites um, wanting land and being like, God, we just want to be like the other people. You know, we want to conform like the rest of the world and have a place to call home and settle down. And, and God, you know, lovingly corrects them. And, and I think that's what he, we pray and hope that he continues to do through us. And it's the good news is it's not based upon our faithfulness, but but God swears by himself on his own faithfulness that he will see us through to the end and he will purify yeah. his church. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so with that being said, uh, all those, all of our reactions to that, what can we do to prevent these other things, these other lenses and past experiences and what whatnot how can we prevent those things blinding us to a biblical world? Yeah, so I, I feel like maybe preaching to the choir, but there, there are 17 people here, so I don't know who else here. But I mean, the very first thing I'd recommend, and maybe it's because of my personal experience, but is to get plugged into a church, to to go and and surround yourself with older Christians. And I'm not just meaning age Christians. I mean, they, they've been Christians longer. They know scripture a little bit better that you surround yourself with people that are Christians. And, and for me, I mean, that was literally a game changer. Like I, I got roped into to youth ministry before I even knew if I liked teenagers. And really the team that surrounded me was one of the most supplemental things to my faith like it was it grew me more than i think anything else because i was around others that knew the bible that they would pour into me that they would they were bold enough to tell me when i was messing up or or, you know when i was being stupid or when my my ideas and worldview didn't exactly line up so i i would say to find a church to plug yourself into and and to get plugged into the word of god i mean yeah uh, I feel like I say this in every episode, but there's so much more power in opening it for yourself than than to listen to what everyone else is telling you. So, I mean, the easiest way to to be a faulty worldview is to surround yourself with Christians so that they can help direct you, direct you, and to pour into the Bible, to actually open it up, crack it, and read it chapter by chapter for yourself, and to come to an understanding of it for yourself. Um, so, yeah, that that would, those would be my two steps right there: plug into a church, open the Word. Hundred <laughs> percent, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like every sermon that I've done, which hasn't been that many at at my current church, because I haven't been there for very long, but it's almost I almost pretty sure every single service, including the Christmas Eve service, at one point I've I've asked the question like, how do we how do we do this? How do we grow closer to Christ? Or how do we, you know, in this case, how do we have you know a more biblical worldview? And I just hold my Bible near and I'm like, this. Hello, like <laughs> this. It's, it's literally right here. Just read it. Just mm-hmm. take the time and read it. Um, 
And and I think that that's I mean that that's huge. If you're not opening your Bibles and actually taking the time to read it and soak it in, <laughs> you're never gonna you're never gonna if you're not being poured into, how are you gonna expect to be influenced by it? Right. It doesn't make any sense. And I and I Ike had a really good point of, of like have people in your life to say hey doo doo head you haven't read your bible and and then you smack you in the face and they tell you to go read it and you read it you know yeah. you need yeah. to have that accountability you need to have people in your life willing to tell you i think heels talk about it that hey you're doing something wrong and you need you need to fix this or hey you need to be in your bible or hey you need to be praying more this or that or whatever it is you need to have people holding you accountable mm-hmm. because if you don't if you're like me I can't hold myself accountable very well. I need other people or the Holy Spirit to kick me in the yeah. in, in the nuts and say, hey dude, <laughs> figure it out yeah. right now. Yeah. That's true. Accountability is a huge piece of it. Yeah, and, and I th- say the same thing and we we've said it different times, different ways, is man, get in this book. Like, you know, a lot of times we think like, well, I'm a Christian. I'm raised in a Christian home. I have a Bible. It's sitting right there. It's sitting on the on the shelf, you know. And and we think we're just gonna like absorb God's word by osmosis or something. If I just put my hand on it, you know, yeah. it's it's gonna get into me. But man, there's only one way to get this in you, and that's to spend time in it. Um, so yeah, absolutely, I agree. Shadow, you have anything to add to to that? Yeah, I think it's it's just everything you guys are saying. It's it's not rocket science but i think the the application of doing it of being faithful in it and being like yeah like i'm gonna i'm gonna find somebody i need to do that and it's so easy for the rest of the world and sadly even in the church and christians to be like discourage you in it you know like it's not Mm -hmm. super easy it's gonna take time Mm -hmm. to develop those relationships to find somebody who is willing to take that time because it 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 is hard It, it means taking off the mask of that we put on every Sunday morning of the perfect, your Sunday best. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's allowing you to get real and personal because if you're meeting with someone regularly meeting with them, talking about life, like the real you is going to come out and, and the real them is going to come out and and you're going to be able to learn so much more when you can get that much further with them in real relationship, because then your, your fantasy or whatever of who you think this person is, is then grounded in reality that they're just another real person who struggles and has, you know, difficulties just like the rest of us. Um, but right. I think it's so important for us to get to that point and to see that because Satan would love nothing more than to keep us. The way he defeats us is by separating us, keeping us away from the church, keeping us away from other believers. And and the reason for that is because when we're in community, when we're building life with one another, that's when we're able to speak truth into each other, to correct each other and go, hey, I think your your worldview or just your Christian worldview is affecting your biblical worldview of what is true and, and the decisions you're going to make in your life. And so it's super important to do that and to seek out in prayer. You're right on. I don't have really anything bigger to add. There's no extra steps. Those, those are the main two. <laughs> yeah, if we all yeah, focused yeah. on those main two, we would be so much better mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, Ironheart, are there any things from chat that we need to address or any um, questions? I don't think so. Other than the fact that we're going to all get shirts and say accountability, <laughs> Holy spirit needs to kick me in the nuts. <laughs> yes. I'd buy it. I'd guess. Right. So I'm down. Uh, I'll design it. Other tonight. than that, I, I don't <laughs> think there's, there's any questions. Um, people are, are enjoying or, or agreeing with what we're saying. And I, I'm dating anyone that's like, but what about this? So 
Okay. Uh, I think I think for like the first time in in a really like ever, um, there are no questions. Please move on. Well, okay, cool. Then okay. then I think we're right. pretty much in a consensus. Um, okay, so let's let's uh, wrap it up. Let's kind of give our final thoughts and and about the the whole topic, the the biblical worldview, the the things that uh, past experiences, all, all the stuff that we've talked about. Let's just go down the line, uh, Doctor Heels, if you want to start us off and just give our our final thoughts on. Yeah, for sure. Um, so starting off with worldview, I think we've come to the consensus that worldviews all kind of bleed over and, and essentially our worldview. I mean, each and every one of our worldview is going to be unique, even though we may hold to a, a biblical or a Christian worldview. It's going to be unique based on our past experiences. It's going to be unique based on the culture we surround ourselves with, with the friends that we have, the games that we play, the communities we indulge in. Our worldview is going to be shifted by those things, by the things that we allow pour into us. Essentially, um, uh, I have a phrase my students, if I were to say it, they'd know exactly what I'm talking about. It's called Geigo. Um, if you've ever been in programming, it, it's simply garbage in equals garbage out. Mm-hmm. It's the idea that if you, you program, if you put in garbage, um, you're going to get garbage results. Um, and I say that's sort of how our, our lives look, that whatever we take in is what we're going to reproduce. So whatever we are surrounding ourselves with, that will be what comes back out of us. So if we take in garbage, uh, we, will, we will put out garbage. I'm trying to coin a phrase called hi-ho where it's holiness in holiness out it just hasn't taken off yet we're getting it. Um, <laughs> that's what the dwarfs but, were talking about in snow white yeah, yeah it, it, it definitely is definitely is so but whatever we're taking it is essentially what we're putting out so whatever we're letting influence us it will shape our worldview and that's why we have to make sure that we are allowing the word of god to influence us more than we are allowing culture to influence us, that we allow God to direct our paths more than we allow our friends to direct our paths, that we allow God to speak into our lives, that the Holy Spirit speak into our lives more so than the culture that surrounds us so that we can follow a biblical worldview. Um, so yeah, there, there, there we go. Awesome. Shadow, are we, are we, final thoughts? Okay. Yeah. Um, when it comes- I was going to say, are we actually going to have a shirt that command? I feel like we should. I, don't want this <laughs> I think we should. We need to have a shirt that command. <laughs> Okay. Cat, get on it, please. Two. Or Ken. Yep, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I think when it comes to, to worldviews and what do we do with them, I think it's important that that as Christians, this, this, this thing get brought up as I feel as much, um, or at least I didn't feel it was emphasized as much here, but I'll, I'll just reiterate it because I know it was mentioned a few times, is I think one of the worst things we can do is is become saved, be a Christian, right? Whatever, whatever convert to Christianity, and, and in a good way, feel like secured in Christ, which is awesome. But then... God calls us to still love others who have different worldviews than us and, and not, and, and to understand where they're coming from, the, to understand that they they have a different of a worldview than we do. And yet the gospel is able to transcend that, but we need to do so in love and in patience and, and be willing to know that there are things that probably are true in their worldview. They're just pointing to the wrong solution of where and source of where they come from. And so I think having what we've said before, a mentor to help lead us and guide us, and correct us and a community to help do that um, is great as well as we need to be willing to be open and be willing to mentor or at least start friendships and conversations with others who have a different worldview than us who see the answer to all those big questions how do we get here what happens after death what is the point of life and be willing to engage with them hear them out and 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 earn um, that opportunity to be able to speak truth into their life i think too many times we believe that it, that we just have the right because we're christians to speak truth when when we do need to still earn that to be able to have a real and engaging conversation with others who have a different worldview. So 
Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Preach it. That's good. Ironheart. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I don't really have much new to bring to concluding thoughts. I feel like both these guys hit the nail on the head, but I, I really liked what Shadow said of, of um, getting to know other people and their worldviews so that you, you earn the ability to, to share your worldview with them. And that's not to say... I, I feel like sometimes I get caught up in discounting, like talking to random people about the gospel and, and just saying, Hey, this is, this is the gospel and this is what it is. And just kind of going for it. Like that's, that's fantastic. And, and if, if you're called to do that, then do it. Like don't ignore that call, but there's a level of like getting to know people and hearing their other worldviews and, and pouring into people. That's, that's really beneficial. Um, and so I think you, you should have a little bit, I think you should have both. Um, right. I think they're both, they're both important. And so anyway, um, yeah, it, it, I think for me with the biblical worldview, just, just soaking up, um, your Bibles and, and reading it on a daily basis and, and soaking it in and, and strengthening your worldview and, and, having God pour into your foundation and, and knowing what he has said to us through, through his word and being strengthened in that. So then we have that, that worldview is reinforced and strengthened and that we can go out and proclaim it to anyone and everyone that we come into contact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would just say, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about a lot of things, but ultimately um, a lot of it comes down to, making sure that our while we have many worldviews we have many different lenses to see different events through making sure that our primary lens our primary worldview is a biblical one and um the only way that that happens is by spending time in god's word um otherwise we're we're just we might think we know what's in there but it's especially not you know if we just heard a verse in sunday school as a kid or whatever that's not going to shape the way that we view the world you know we, we have to understand and understand as much of this as we can and be in it constantly. So it's always fresh on our mind, fresh on our spirit. Um, and then also realizing like a couple of y'all were saying that, you know, as we're building relationships with people, we'll see that really, you know, we might not have the same primary worldview. I may have a biblical worldview and someone that I'm trying to win for Christ with the gospel has a very different worldview, but many of our lenses may overlap. There may be similar past experiences, similar things that, that I've been through, whatever places that we can connect and reach common ground. And then we start to build that relationship. We start to share the, the truth of God's word with them and say, well, I see where you're coming from. This is where I'm coming from. This is what I hold as the final authority. And this is what it says about that. And I love you enough to tell you that. And we always, we say it in love. Because um, ultimately, uh, I mean, the Bible talks a lot about that. And if we're, um, if we're in Christ, that will be known by how we love one another. And if, if we're not sharing the truth of God's word out of a place of true, genuine concern, but also true, genuine love, then it's just going to be this argument of worldviews. You know, my worldview is this, yours is that, mm -hmm. but we find the commonplace and we share the truth. Yeah. Um, so that would be, that'd be my conclusion yeah. on that. Uh, yeah, Jonah, <laughs> I, li I like the way you said it. Jonah. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It's yeah, right. It's a cliche because it's, I mean, it's good. 
Yeah. I think the last thing I just thought of this as you were saying, and, and again, thinking of your gen or uh, gel pen thing analogy, but you know, scripture, I think we, we all, like you said, have so many different lenses that we view things through and that the common ground. And I think mm-hmm. the, the beauty of the Christian is that God doesn't call us to totally erase those lens because they're still a part of us in some ways. Some are cultural, some are your upbringing, some are where you were born or whatever it may be, or, or your ethnicity or whatever. But yet Christ calls us to still make his word, the ultimate authority that we submit to. So much so that he says, you know, there is no longer slave, nor free, nor Greek, nor mm-hmm. Jew, you know? And so it's like, don't, don't like, it doesn't say completely forget that you're those things, but remember what is the most important one. And, and that is yeah. the authority of God's word. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, a- absolutely. I agree. Otherwise, I mean, if we all just, well, now that we're born again and in Christ, well, we're turned into a zombie, a robot, you know, and well, you can just look at anybody out of a crowd and pick them out. Well, there's a Christian, there's a Christian, because they're all exactly the same. No, we still have our own unique personalities and, and thoughts about things and, and past experiences and all that. Um, so, but ultimately, we have that same new creation. It's, it, it's awesome. Okay, very good. Well, um, unless there are any questions on our wrap-up, which I don't think there normally are, <laughs> uh, was there anything super specific that anyone like added to Ironheart during that last little piece? You're muted, I think, Ironheart. No. Yeah, that's an oof. Uh, we good. <laughs> Just moving on. Okay. Moving on. I saw your face. It looked like you were yeah, saying... Yeah. Wait a minute. But then here. Okay, well then, at this time, we're going to transition uh, over to uh, Dr. Heels is going to get up on his soapbox. He's going to share with us something that's on his heart tonight. Um, so let's all turn our attention towards the man with the longest beard in the room. And uh, sure. let's see what you got to say, my friend. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll so um, we just did the perfect segue into what I was going to talk about. You might have actually stolen what I was going to talk about. So we will uh, recap what you guys did. Who did? Who um, did it? Who, all, all of y'all. Y'all got started on evangelism. Like, I didn't even know y'all were going to talk about sharing our worldview. I thought we just... All right. But the the, the whole idea is it is is about sharing... Uh, <laughs> reading chat. We're getting, there. We're getting there. There you go. Okay, you're good. Um, I got I got to quit. All right, I'm just gonna look away. I'm not looking to chat anymore uh, until I'm done. So uh, no, I'm still looking. I got to click away. Love you guys. I'm not gonna read you for a minute though. Um, yeah. So okay, I'll always think back to when I first became a Christian. Um, and, and I, I first became a Christian. Uh, I said earlier I was 21, 22, somewhere around that time. And and like the sudden excitement that I had a, as a Christian. Um, and it was like I had something new had been revealed to me. Um, it was it was and, and I had this I had this passion and this fire that I wanted to tell everyone else about it. Right. And 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 that I just I had this like internal excitement. And the closest thing that I can compare that to um, for, for again, I, I don't know who I'm talking to here, so you may not know exactly remember what I'm talking about, but. Uh, when Jessica and I were pregnant, we found out that she had a um, like like a genetic I forget exactly what they called it, but it was a uh, uh, she was a carrier of something, um, and basically that if her and I were both carriers of it, then our our, our London would have had like a ninety percent chance of of actually having the disease, and it, it would have been you know very problematic. 
Um, and so we had to drive like all the way to Knoxville, which is a couple hours away from us. And I had to have a blood test. And then, you know, they, they, they did the whole fun stuff and they, they, they stabbed me and they took my blood and, and they sent us on our way. And then, you know, like time goes by and, you know, like you're, you're, you're anxiously awaiting the news. And, and finally, you know, several days later they call and they confirm that I am not a carrier. And so the percentage goes down to like 2%. And, and in that time, you know, we had, we were, we were Christians and, and we'd already surrounded ourselves. We'd plugged into a church, we had friends. And so we had, we had been asking for prayers and prayers and prayers and just everyone to be praying that, you know, I wasn't a carrier and, 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 and and finally, when the news came in, that fantastic news came in, we called everybody we could imagine. Like, and we're like, guys, good news. We're not, you know, we're safe. Everything's good. And that that kind of excitement is the closest thing that I can compare it to outside of of you know becoming Christian and and sharing the news of Jesus. That I could compare it to is the excitement I had when I found out I was not a carrier, um, and I wanted to tell everybody. And that's sort of how I felt when I first became a Christian. Is that excitement? And I'm like, guys, I found the best news ever. And it's that that I can have a future, that all the mistakes I've made in the past, that they are now gone. All, all the problems I've ever had, that they've kind of been resolved because I've found this dude named Jesus and he loves me and he accepts me. And I want to tell everybody about him. And I feel like if, if we as Christians, when we walked around with this kind of excitement, this kind of good news, that if we'd walk around and, and, and remember what it felt like when we first got saved, when we first accepted Jesus, when we first started our pursuit, when we first started a relationship with him, what we could do in our world today? Like, what if we would go out wanting to share our worldview and share the good news that we have? And it's funny because Pastor Deucin mentioned that in all the episodes of uh, of Pastor After Dark that we've had that no one else has mentioned Romans except him, but my scripture today is actually out of Romans, uh, in, in Romans 10, 14. And, and I got my Bible here for the, for the Bible flex. Um, okay, so give me just a second. I know how to use a paper Bible. Where's verse 14? Where's the search feature? Where's, where's the search feature? Where's it at? Okay, here we go. Verse 14. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. And I think it's amazing that you and I, as followers of Jesus, as Christians, when we submit our life to him, that we become messengers of the good news, that we have been given a job, we have been given a task, and it is to go out and to reach the people around us. And yes, I think that's through, I think I, I heard it called friendship evangelism it, it, it's through going uh, going out into the world that i think each and every one of us has been given a platform that we all have people that we can reach that no one else can reach and, and so i just I, I want to hopefully reinvigorate someone today that there's someone in your life that you should be reaching that you go out with the good news and, and you, you take it to them because you've given an opportunity to reach that person um, and, and my prayer oftentimes is that we as Christians would simply go out with a passion to, to reach those that don't know Jesus, that maybe they've, they've, they've heard the gospel, but they've become resistant to it, or that they, they've just all out denied it. They have a different worldview. My prayer is that we would actually go out with a passion to reach other people and to tell people about Jesus and not be ashamed or or afraid of our belief or our worldview, but that we would go out and we would love people enough that we would want to tell them about Jesus, the one who has saved us, the one who has changed our lives, that we would go out and tell them about it. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's my prayer and kind of where I wanted to go is that that we would just go out and we would we would use our 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 platform that we've been given, just the people that God has placed in our lives, and that we would use the platform we have to reach them with the gospel and tell them about Jesus. So yeah, okay, that's a that's my that's my thing. That's my thing. Amen. Man, that's a good thing. Can, can I can I throw back another Romans? Absolutely, absolutely. To add on to that, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, also for the Greek. Yeah, mm -hmm. to not be ashamed, absolutely. man, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, man. If we could, is that if a we clip? could share that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it should be shirt that. Yeah. Sure thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, if we could if we could share the hope that we have, the joy, the peace, the, the everything that we have that's that's available to us through Christ, man, with a, a lost and hurting world, if we would share it with the passion that it's it's due, mm -hmm. dude, change the world. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Wow. Absolutely. That's that's challenging, man. It's I mean it, it's something that, that we know, but we need that concept reminder that we do need to be out we do need to be sharing that that hope that we have um because there there's a world out there that doesn't have it the thing that we take for granted right um so yeah. wow thank you dr heels that's yeah. that's awesome that's yeah, powerful pleasure. um okay well before we uh start wrapping up everything tonight um Let's uh, just take a moment and share uh, what you're going to be up to, what you guys have going on, where can people find you. Um, uh, Dr. Heels, if you want to start us off, we'll just walk down the line again. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, Dr. Heels here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Dr. Heels. Um, you can also check me out on YouTube. I do Christian uh, videos, teaching, stuff like that, youtube.com slash thatboldlife. Um, also on Twitter, um, Dr. Hills TTV. Uh, I stream though here on Twitch Monday, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday, 10 p.m. to about 1 to 2 a.m. Uh, so come hang out sometime. Been loving some eternal card game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm Super Shadow. Uh, you guys can find me right here on Twitch, Super Shadow, twitch.tv slash Super Shadow. That's, that's the whole thing. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. <laughs> that is like where I think I'm the most active uh, outside of streams. Um, and that's just S Super Shadow 1414. Uh, you guys can follow me on there. Uh, and then, yeah, Instagram, um, Discord, other two main things there. And then I also do YouTube as well. Uh, I'm, I've been editing videos all day. They're finally going to be up. There's actually a Pastor After Dark uh, ad that I would love for you guys to be able to share with people. Uh, all these guys are in it, and uh, I've been working really hard on it. So appreciate you guys showing the love to that one. Nice. Awesome. All right. I am Father Earnhardt on Twitter, and uh, I am on Mixer every like a week or something like that maybe i don't know that's not important i'm most active in the gma discord so if you're not in the gma discord good um jump in that jump in there you can find me um send me a dm yeah um feel free to chat at him for being yeah. the only one today to not quote a romans verse <laughs> come on come on now just what an idiot um <laughs> so yeah um you can find me mostly on like i said Discord, or i'm usually on twitter um and every now on a blue moon you stream on mixer so nice uh and i'm pastor deuston i'm on twitch twitch.tv slash pastor deuston anywhere on the internet you want to my twitter instagram snapchat uh twitch um 
And something something new that I've got going on that uh, pretty excited about. It's pretty fun. Uh, is um, started this this new challenge for for on my stream. I called it "Let's Read the Bible in 2020" and got a couple different cameras set up. And and at the end of uh, some of our streams, we're just taking a book out of the Bible and we're reading it. Like I've got the camera set up where you can see the Bible and, and all of like it, turning the pages and stuff. Yeah, like the entire Bible. All book. the entire Bible. Because you know, like a lot of us, we, we Psalms. Have, it, it'll happen one of these days. Leviticus. So, yeah, so nice. uh, Song of Solomon is gonna be awesome. Oh, uh, uh, can you just ping me when that one happens? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be there. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be super fun. That's awesome. That's um, awesome, my man. But yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. Said, hey, there's 66 books. We can knock this thing out. So we knocked out uh, Ruth and James yesterday, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, there's gonna be some some interesting things that happen in that. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's something cool that I've got going on. Um, but that is, uh, that's pretty much our show. Uh, before we pray, um, did we ever decide on next week's discussion, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we, we did? did? Okay, did I we? missed it. Then someone yeah. else tell us. Yeah, well, I was thinking from your verse that, that one of the, uh, that one of the discussions, I thought you were giving like an Easter egg when you said first to the Jew then to the gentile i'm like oh that would be i'm surprised nobody's asked oh. asked that <laughs> no, question yet to us i guess it's not like a main one that that most people would want to know about but uh the next one the next question for next week the sneak peek is uh somebody asked a question um should secular music be played when people gather together for church so we're going to go back oh. to kind of a music question mm-hmm. uh like yeah. is is there a space for secular music in the church um yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. It could lead to a lot of interesting conversations. I think Chad yeah. can take that a lot yeah, of different ways. For sure. Okay. So cool. be here, all of you. Nice. Well, that'll be fun. Um, okay. Well, cool. Then, uh, Ironheart, would you like to pray us out tonight, my friend? Yurt. Love to. Okay. <laughs> all right, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for. Pastors After Dark, thank you for these guys um, gathering together on Sunday nights and, and diving into these questions that, that we get. Um, Lord, I pray that we're, continue, that we're able to continue to do this show, that uh, people would come in and that we would be able to um, share, share our perspectives and hear from other people's perspectives and, and ultimately share the gospel, Lord, and, and have your word and your, your good news be known to others. Lord, I pray that as we, we go from this place, that we would be encouraged and uplifted, that your name would be made great, made known and made great in our lives and the lives of those um, listening today. God, you're a good God. We thank you so much for the, the grace that we've been given, the love that we don't deserve, Lord. Um, and I pray that it would overflow in our lives and that we would show it to others. Lord, we love you in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.